Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, a tiny midget who calls himself Frederick the Great presents a tremendous problem to Clark Kent, who, unknown to all, is Superman. Did you say Robert Archer has disappeared, Mr. Kent? That's what this news flash says, Freddy. But, but good heavens, if I don't find Robert Archer before February 1st, something terrible will happen to the whole world. What'll I do, Mr. Kent? What'll I do? <laughs> This afternoon, I sat perfectly still for, well, at least a full half hour, trying to think of what I can tell you that I haven't already said about the Superman Hidden Word Contest. I'm just so completely overwhelmed by the ceiling-high stacks of jam-packed mail sacks, each of them crammed full of your contest entries, that every time I begin to think of something to say, I'm left speechless. And that's no way for an announcer to be, not at all. But seriously... All of us connected with the Superman program are more than pleased with your response to our contest game. And we're working very hard with the judges to see that everything goes well and as quickly as possible. And as we told you before, we're making certain that each entry gets an equal amount of attention and consideration. This, as you can well understand, takes a good deal of time. However, when it's all finished, you'll find it's been well worth waiting for. And your patience will be rewarded. What's more... At least 1,000 of you will be made very happy with the prizes that are all packed and waiting to be shipped. Just bear with us, or as we say in radio, stand by. And in the meantime, please keep on listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Jimmy Olsen, cub reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet, opened a large wooden box which the express company had delivered to him, he was thunderstruck to find a tiny man inside of it. It was a midget, scarcely three feet tall, dressed in a bright green frock coat, striped trousers, and patent leather shoes. And as Jimmy gasped, unable to believe his eyes, the midget stood up in the box and spoke. Hello. Are you Jim Olsen? Why... Why, yes, I am. Oh, oh, thank Mercury, thank Mars, thank Venus, thank everybody. Oh, you have no idea what a relief it is to find you. Still shocked and struggling to collect his wits, Jimmy helped the tiny man from the box as the little fellow introduced himself. I am Frederick the Great. You must have heard of me. Well, uh, I don't remember. Oh, oh, you must have. Before the war, I was a stellar attraction with the All England and British Commonwealth Circus. But you might call me Freddy, if you like. Well, thanks, uh, Freddy. But what... Uh, how... Don't waste your breath on questions, old chap. I'm in frightful trouble. You're simply frightful. And you must help me. You simply must. Or heaven knows what'll become of all of us. 
Then Frederick the Great, or Freddy as he prefers to be known, explained to Jimmy and to Clark Kent, who arrived just then, that he had been sent to Jimmy by the cub reporter's cousin and aunt, proprietors of a small traveling circus, who felt Jim could help him in a search for a man named Robert Archer. And he stressed the importance of his quest. You see, I simply must find Robert Archer before the 1st of February, Mr. Kent. The fate of the entire world depends on it. Are you kidding? That's exactly what do you mean by that, Freddy? Well, I can't explain because... Because I... Uh, I'm only telling you what my late master told me. The late Sir Hubert Clay, you know. Sir Hubert Clay? You mean the great mathematician and physicist who died about a year ago? Precisely. But he didn't uh, just die, Mr. Kent. He was murdered. Murdered? Yes, he was murdered by the boot. The boot? Who's that? Oh, he's a terrible man. A horrible man who's been chasing me all over the world. And now that he's killed my master, he wants to get the secret from me. You see? Secret? What secret? Well, I don't know. Or or do I? Oh, now look. But Robert Archer does, or he will, when I give him my master's message. But I must find him before February 1st. If I don't, and my late master said this with his dying breath, if I don't find him before February 1st, something terrible will happen to the whole world. Just as Kent and Jimmy were wondering if the tiny man and his story was some sort of a practical joke, a news flash was brought to them that said that a man named Robert Archer, an associate professor in a small college and one-time assistant to the late Sir Hubert Clay, had disappeared the night before under mysterious circumstances. And now as the midget stands on Kent's desk and wrings his tiny hands in anguish, Kent snaps a quick order to Jimmy. Run down to the clipping morgue, Jim. Get me everything they have on Sir Hubert Clay, right away. Okay, Mr. Kent. I'll bring the clips up here. No, no, don't. Make notes down there on everything you think is important and bring it to me as fast as you can. Well, why can't I... Please do... do as I say, Jim. Hurry. Okay, but I don't Go see Go on, why Jim. I... Hurry. Run my way. Good. That gets rid of him. Can you understand how important it is for us to find Robert Archer, Mr. Kent? Can you? Well, I do now. Though I'll admit I didn't take your story too seriously before, but this newsflash makes me think differently. Now, you and I are going down to Parkersville, the town from which Robert Archer disappeared. Where is Parkersville? Oh, it's a few hundred miles west in the mountains, but we can get there in a few minutes, so... In a few minutes? How? Huh? Oh, uh, well... Look, Freddy, you said you trusted me. Oh, yes, indeed, I do, I do. All right, then hop back into that box and don't ask any questions. Uh, but why... No questions, Freddy. Oh, very well, just as you say. But I'm terribly worried, Mr. Kent, terribly worried. Well, Relax. I'm going to put the cover back on your packing box, okay? Very well, whatever you say. But, oh, oh. There. You all right in there? Oh, yes, 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 quite. But I do wish that you tell me what you have in mind. Never mind that now. Just tell me, can you see me through those air holes in the side of the box? Why, uh, no. No, they're on the side. And since I'm lying on my back, I can't turn enough to look through them. That's fine. Now, just be patient for a second. Ah, this is a job for Superman. Out of these clothes. <clears throat> Oh, Mr. Kent. What? I mean, what? Eh? Who's that with you? With me? Uh, yes, I just heard another voice, a deep voice. Oh, don't worry about that. Here we are. All set. Pick up Freddy now. Oh, oh, great Jupiter, what's happening? Up with this window. Oh, dear. Now, up and away! <laughs> are in Parkersville. I'll just set Freddy down and get back into Clark Kent's clothes quickly. Mr. Kent. Uh, Mr. Kent. Yeah. Now, hat. Specs. There we are. Oh, I say, Mr. Kent. 
Okay, Freddy, I'll open the box now and let you out. There you are. Oh, oh, thank you, old man. Oh, jumping jelly beans. Where are we? Parkersville. Parkersville? How did we get here? Uh-uh-uh. Remember what you promised, Freddy. Well... No questions. Uh, oh, very well, old boy. But I never encountered anything like this in all my years with a circus. Well, maybe I'll tell you about it sometime. Right now, we want to see the local police. Come on. Now, if you just start from the beginning, Sheriff, and tell us all you know, we'll be very grateful. I won't take long to tell you all I know, Mr. Kent. Here it is. 5.15 yesterday afternoon, Archie left Parkersville College. He's a teacher there, you know. Yes, I know. He was going to his rooming house where a couple of students was waiting for him for some private tutoring. Yes? Go on, Well, sir, the rooming house ain't more than five minutes' walk from the college. But Mr. Archer never did show up there. You're sure of that? Positive. Oh, where did he go? Where could he go? You got me, little feller. Seems like Mr. Archer didn't go no place. He just, well, he just plumb disappeared. Vanished like a puff of smoke. Oh, great mercury. Amazed, Clark Kent and Frederick stare at the sheriff who scratches his head and looks bewildered. What can this mean? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. What I have to say to you now, gang, won't take much more than a minute. But it's serious and important, so please don't go away. As you've no doubt noticed, we haven't anything to sell in this program right now. That is, no commercial product, I mean. Well, that gives us an opportunity to sell you something that's bigger than anything you can buy. Peace. That's something you can't buy with money but which you can assure by simply learning how to understand and live with your neighbor. You see, when people try to understand each other, they find it's really easy. Honest it is. All you have to do is accept the fact that although all men are in truth created equal, there are certain differences. There must be. Such as, for instance, we can't all look alike exactly. We can't be expected to think alike exactly. And although we all worship God, we need not necessarily all do so in the same way. But those things don't make us really different because underneath all that, we're all people, human beings. And with that as a basic truth, can you see any need for quarreling and name-calling and other such things that make for unhappiness? Of course not. So from now on, in your daily contact with other boys and girls and grown-ups, try to keep that in mind. That's what the United Nations is trying to accomplish on a worldwide scale because that's the only way to ensure peace. Back to the adventures of Superman. In the sheriff's office in the little college town of Parkersville, the sheriff has just told Clark Kent and the midget Frederick that Robert Archer, a man who holds the secret of a worldwide disaster scheduled for February 1st, had suddenly and mysteriously disappeared. After a moment of stunned silence, Kent exclaims, Now, look here, Sheriff. People don't just disappear like smoke, you know. There must be some... That's what I always said, too, Mr. Kent. But me and my deputy searched this town from one end to the other. We searched back in the hills, too. Well? We couldn't find hiding a hair, Mr. Archer. Oh, great Lucifer, this is terrible. This is awful. Wait, 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 wait Freddy. Wait a minute. Tell me, Sheriff, did you question the students at the university and the townspeople? Yep. Seems as if nobody's seen him after he left the campus. Oh, dear. How about his family? Mr. Archer didn't have no family. Leastwise, none I can find out about. Oh? 
You see, he come here from England about six months ago alone. Oh, this is frightful. What do we do, Mr. Kent? Oh, I don't know, Freddy. If I could just find that other fella, he might know something. What other fella? Well, Dr. Holcomb, president of the college, he told me some fella come to his office yesterday afternoon asking about Mr. Archer. Good yesterday afternoon? Yep. A little while before Archer disappeared, it was. You know what he wanted of Archer? Nope. But he wanted to know all about Archer, where he come from, what he did, everything. I see. D- did he give Dr. Holcomb his name? Yeah. Smith, he said it was. Uh-oh. But there must be a couple of million Smiths in this country. Sure, at least. Oh, uh, what did he look like? What did he look like? A uh, big man, foreign talking, Dr. Holcomb said. Tell me, was one of his legs shorter than the other? Did he walk with a heavy, thumping limp? Ah, uh, yes, but how'd oh, you... Oh, right, Lucifer. That, that was the boot. Huh? Are you sure, Freddy? Oh, yes, yes. That man was the boot. The man who murdered my master and who's been chasing me all over the world. He must have taken Robert Archer away. Now we'll, we'll never see him again. Oh, Mr. Kent, what will we do? What will we do? Wringing his tiny hands in anguish, the midget appeals to Clark Kent, who frowns worriedly. Unless Robert Archer is found before February 1st, said Frederick's late master, Sir Hubert Clay... Some dread disaster would strike the world. What is this disaster? And what has happened to Robert Archer? Is he in the hands of the mysterious and evil man known only as the boot? And what will Superman do about it? Well, you'll learn what Superman does and about a stunning surprise he encounters tomorrow, fellows and girls. So be sure to listen. Don't fail to tune in tomorrow. Same time, same station for Chapter 3 of Dead Man's Secret. On The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. Welcome back. Well, this is an interesting uh, setup and uh, quite a mystery that uh, we've got going in the first couple of parts. And a nice departure from the last uh, few serials that have been uh, somewhat run-of-the-mill. Now, the one thing that I should have addressed sooner but hadn't was the lack of commercials uh, back in Hunger uh, Incorporated. And it's kind of hard to notice because even though they don't have a product, they're still kind of uh, working in the public service announcement. Uh, what had happened on Superman? Well... Uh, in one way, uh, Superman was in serious trouble as a serial formatted, uh, program, and it was all the fault of producer, uh, Robert Maxwell. In his book, Flights of Fantasy, Michael Hayde, uh, detailed how Maxwell made the comment that children were turning away from cliffhangers serials. Now, that's a little bit of a problem when you're the producer of a uh, serial program that relies on cliffhangers. And now, 
to be fair, the sponsors would have figured this out eventually. There was a reason for that. Kids were staying up late, and many were getting into more adult programming, such as Mr. District Attorney and things like that. Uh, one thing that uh, Hayden points out is that for some reason, after the war, uh, kids were staying up about an hour and ten minutes uh, longer, just on average. And so this led to decline in the uh, cliffhanger serial. And it wasn't just limited to kids shows. It was certainly seen with many long-running uh, adult uh, favorites. Amos and Andy had long since made the uh, leap to half-hour programs. Uh, Lum and Abner, one of the more popular uh, serials with such a long history of uh, production going back to 1931 would become uh, a not-so-funny sitcom, but it would be a half-hour primetime affair for CBS. Now, this doesn't mean that we're anywhere close to being done with Superman, because they continued on uh, throughout the uh, year into the fall in hopes that uh, they would get a sponsor for the show in a serial format. So we still have quite a ways to go before we're done with this. All right, well, that will do it for now. Uh, join us back here on Sunday. In the meantime, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.